Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salakata back on the fan, 877-337-6666 is the number to call on this Wednesday morning, going to 5 a.m., the warm-up show with Al and Jerry. I had a, a couple of different things that I wanted to get to. And uh, Look, obviously the main theme so far is going to be the Nets and their dysfunction, their mess of an organization, firing Steve Nash, losing yet again. You know, Kyrie Irving with all the drama with him, Ime Udoka, I mean, the Nets have just, they've become an embarrassment, a laughingstock. Rangers, as you heard Marco say, uh, they get the win in overtime. Chris Kreider in a fun game, but a scoreless game, a frustrating game where the Rangers feel like they should have had uh, plenty more goals uh, aside from the one toward the end of overtime with Kreider on the breakaway. They get the win. Nick's back in action tonight, so we look forward to that game for the World Series tonight. Philly's looking to take a commanding three games to one lead uh, in that World Series or in the World Series been an impressive run for the Phillies in the postseason. I'm not sure I remember. Now, I know we've had some teams with 87 wins or 88 wins, whatever, wildcard teams. I'm not sure I remember a team that I have watched. And even with the Nationals in 2019, it's not this. I'm not sure I remember a team that I've watched closely get buried by the Mets in particular in this case. I mean, almost every time they played. And the Mets own them this year in the 19 games. 14 and 5. They finished, what we say, 14 games ahead of them or whatever it was in the NL East. And the Phillies are now two wins away from winning the World Series. The turnaround is remarkable. The Philly team that I saw play the Mets for 19 times this year stunk. They weren't any good. And now they're going to win the World Series. 877-337-6666. Stewart's calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Stewart? Yeah, you know, Sal, watching the Phillies and the Mets this year is like watching Big Brother and Little, and, uh, Little Brother. It's like they own them, like you just said. 
And here they are. I think it had to do with uh, uh, the new voice. Yeah, I mean, look. Robbie Thompson brought in something that Joe Girardi didn't have. And that's why I'm going to keep on saying, why can't we do the same? Well, I mean, it's it's a little bit of a different circumstance where Girardi was a guy who, you know, you know what he is, Stuart, yeah. and what he was with yeah. the Yankees, you know, that hard-nosed type of guy. And, yeah, and the, it didn't work with the Phillies. Yeah, right. No, it didn't, it didn't work, work at all. They had talent, but they didn't want to deal with Girardi being a guy who, you know, maybe kept guys tight and they couldn't loosen up and have fun and... You know, Robbie Thompson has been the complete opposite of Joe Girardi, or maybe not the complete opposite, but they've had the opposite results with Robbie Thompson since taking over. It's remarkable. I don't see. I don't think the Yankees are there talent-wise. That's the difference. I know you want Boone out, and I'm not saying they can't do better than Aaron Boone because I think that they could do better yes. than Aaron Boone. But he's the not talent. the problem. No, the talent. The talent, please. Uh, I say uh, if they got rid of kind of Falefa. Donaldson and Aaron Hicks, and bring and let the kids play, which would be which would be a little bit of a refreshing uh, refreshing point. You know that if they would bring some more energy, and they don't have that, they seem to like the energy and the drive and the verve. You know they just don't seem to push hard enough. And Boone being a being like a buddy buddy with these guys, that doesn't work. How, did, how can that yeah, but, work? But it's not. It's Look, I'd like to see him hold players accountable, but that's he by doesn't. design. No, he doesn't, but that's by design. Girardi did. They got him out. They didn't want that. Well, they wanted somebody what? who's going to be buddy-buddy with the players. But the problem is the players aren't good enough. And you can right. talk about these young guys, Stuart. We don't know that the young guys are going to be any good. Right. You want to know what? That shouldn't have stopped them from getting Castillo instead of Frankie who? Yeah, right. No. I mean, they should have get, they should have gotten Castillo, and maybe they would be in a different place. But you see, the thing is, you say that that's not Boone, that's Cashman. I also Cashman, don't think. I mean, Cashman's a major problem. The the well, that's to me, he is the problem. Yeah, I also is. don't think, and I wanted the Yankees to go get Luis Castillo. I don't think right. that he would have been a difference. They were just nowhere near as good as the Astros. And look at what's gone on with the Phillies. Oh, all we heard was about, and we were talking about it during during the series, leading up to the right. series, after the series. Oh, what happened with the Yankee bats? Is it more the Yankee bats or is it the Astro pitching? Oh no, the Astro pitching. Astro pitching is great. The no, Phillies, the have, yeah, the Phillies have wrecked the Astro pitching. It's the Yankees. Yeah. They're the problem. Philadelphia, the bats, Philadelphia hit. scored fifteen runs in three games. Yeah, and what the Yankees do? I mean, what did the Yankees score in four games? Not 15 runs. No, maybe four runs, I think. And, and most of them were the final game where they were, it was already done anyway. Oh, wait, yeah, they, 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 they lost 6-5 uh, in the final game. Yeah. Yeah, so what was it, maybe seven, eight runs? Maybe, but the series, maybe. Was, the series was over by that point anyway. The series was over after game two. They, the Yankees scored two, two, and five. So nine runs? In, seven, in uh, four games. And the Phillies have scored 15 and 3. Yeah. So there's the answer. The bats weren't hitting. And uh, they, have to, uh, they have to make a major overhaul of this team. And I don't know if they're going to do it. And if they, um, they have to sign Judge. They have to keep Judge. He's the reason why they got to where they got to. He's the, one of the major reasons. Yeah, but he, I mean, look, Stuart, the, the, the issue is they need him back. 
and they need to upgrade. That's the problem. And the other problem is, you know, I hate to say it, but Judge was part of the problem here. Yeah, he was. He didn't hit. Well, he didn't hit in the postseason. That's an issue. And that's why I said even at the trade deadline, hey, you know, the Yankees, Castillo's got to be the guy. It's Castillo or bust. And, you know, they didn't get Castillo. But the point was, even if they got him, they still needed their guys to perform in the postseason. Judge, Glaber, Rizzo, Stanton, if they, Donaldson. You, oh, one, oh, one more play they should get rid of. Pores. Yeah, well, I think they will. I think they're going to move on from Glaber Torres. I, the Yankees need significant changes. I mean, Brian yeah, Cashman. You know, the, you know what the significant change would be? And I know you, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, Cashman and Boone. No. What? Al Steinbrenner. Well, that's, hey, come on, that's even God less realistic. Has got, he has got to say goodbye. And you know what? I'll tell you another thing, Sal. What do you I think about Kyrie I, Irving? Uh-huh. We have we have to talk about that on off the phone. Oh, you can't even say it on the air. Nope. no. Wow. I'm I'm, I'm I'm Jewish, and that man killed 13 members of my father's family, and his. Yeah, I'm not going to say his name, and you know who I'm talking about. Right. You know who I'm talking. I about. I know who you're he talking about. 13 members of my father's family. I'm sorry to hear I that. I didn't get to meet. Right. I didn't get to meet these these people, and my sister found the letter. That my aunt wrote, who she she witnessed every member getting killed. Terrible. We're gonna we'll we'll talk about that. Well, so I want to ask you though, Stewart. I want to ask you. So then, when you see something like this from Kyrie Irving, now you're not a Nets fan, right? No, I'm a Knicks fan. Okay, but when you see something like this, and obviously it upsets you and is hurtful, would you be able to? You know, let's say that this was a Yankee or Kyrie Irving was a Nick. Would you still be able to root for that team and support that team? Would I be able to root for the team? The team, not the player. Right, but if the player's on the team, so you would Not the player. Never. Right, but... I, uh, I, uh, when I saw that, what he did, mm-hmm. uh, my rage level at the time was two. Okay. Now it's a ten. Wow, you went from now. What what took place that made you go eight points higher in the rage level? What he what he did. Well, what, what do you he mean? Did, what he posted. No, I know, but, but where was you? Why were you at a two before that? I was calm. I have to keep it down. Oh, you're just saying overall, nothing to do with Kyrie Irving. I'm sorry, no. I got confused by that. No, nothing to do with Kyrie Irving. But when I saw what he said... Oh, so just normal Stewart is a two? You walk around at a two normally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Kyrie took you to a ten? In other words, mm, let's just say this much. It gets, it got to a point where uh, um, I wanted to go into uh, Brock Lesnar mode and mm. put him in the uh, UFC triangle. I get it. No, you want... I, I, I understand it. Now, is there anything that Kyrie can do that would make you feel better? Will no. will a suspension make it feel better? Will an apology make it make it feel better? No, off out of here. Because you just believe he and I'm with you. I don't. He's I don't think he's an evil person. Yeah, he's an evil person. He's a great player. Yes, but you have to be somewhat thoughtful of what you do off the court. Because that gets put out there anyway. And Kanye West is a, 
He's becoming like Kanye. Yeah, I don't get what's going on with him, man. I, I... Kanye, I don't get it. Kanye, I don't get what he, what's going on in his head. But Kyrie, Kyrie's getting there. He's getting into the same place. And that's not a good thing. And we, one thing, I, I just don't like it when they do that. Well, when, of when course. People go, against, people go and do anti-Semitic things. And you shouldn't, it shouldn't be ever in any race or sexual orientation or religion. I mean, I just don't understand why we have that. And thank you, as always, for the call, Stuart. You too. Good to hear from you. I just don't understand why people can't be happy or satisfied with their own choices and their own life. Why they feel the need to knock others and question others and not live other people or not let other people live the life that they want to in whatever aspect it may be. I just don't get it. And for Kyrie to go to the level to where, you know, Kyrie Irving is not, this was a calculated thing. I do not believe Kyrie Irving is a dumb human being. I mean, the guy went to Duke, so... He does stupid things. He you know, feels certain ways that are not conventional, that will rub people the wrong way. I do not believe this was something that wasn't thought out, which to me makes it 10 times worse. Like, What did he, what did he think he, he was going to accomplish with this? And maybe Kyrie, as great a basketball player as he is, maybe basketball is not for him. And he needs to go try to find a different way. And either try to help people or, uh, I mean, try to have people understand where he's coming from. I, I don't know what that is exactly that he's trying to accomplish, but he, I mean, he shouldn't be doing it in the public light. And you can take a step further and say, I think Kanye also needs a break from the public eye. I mean, I think that's obvious. Fran is in Uncasville, Connecticut. What's up, Fran? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you, Fran? Good. Hey, listen, I got a, I got a quick statement and maybe a, a little something informative for you, I hope, uh, that it would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing is, to me, the answer, I, I called about, I said it, the Giants, but I meant the Yankees. Yeah. Um, what I... Close. My true feeling is, it's just one word, George. All the other things to me don't count. We don't have George anymore. George would never put up with all this shenanigans. He would just simply go out and buy or trade or do whatever he needed to do to bring us back to where we used to be. Or if if he hadn't gone anywhere, we, we would still be there. But anyway... Well, let's not, make like George, let's not make it like George is perfect, though, or was perfect. Now, I, I like the philosophy, though, of sparing no expense to go out there and win. doesn't always work, but you miss the George missives, and you miss you know there being some feathers ruffled where yep. when George was in charge. And now it's like, oh, yeah, everybody's going to have this job for life, and we'll be okay. We made the playoffs, and... You know, so while we lost in the ALCS, we'll do better next year. And uh, I, I do miss, I miss the Yankees that I grew up hating. And obviously, George yeah. was a a big part of that. Yeah, 
The other thing I wanted to mention to you, and I, uh, geez, I, uh, I guess I'm setting the wrong work here. That maybe you might hang up on me. I don't know, but please don't. Um, I spent uh, most of my life in the nuclear industry, and uh, it 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 required me to spend ungodly hours, twelve, fourteen, sixteen hours a day, and as a result, I I missed little league games. I missed. Uh, uh, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, parades, recitals, all those things until one day I woke up and said, to hell with this, I've got to make a, a, a life change and make it, make it so I can see and, and enjoy my family because I wasn't doing it. And I wasn't a very good father because I wasn't there. And you, you have a very fortunate situation in that your little girl is only 18 months old and she won't be doing things that you you uh, you know should see uh, for maybe a couple of years or whatever. Right. But 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 um, really, Sal, you said the other night, you know, when I was listening, that something's got to give. You got to make a change. And Jesus, man, do it because if it isn't a heart attack, it's it's health other issues um you're a smart great guy who's going to command a good job no matter where you apply whether you get one the first time or the second time but you need to get back home to that family and love that family like you want to well thank you so, Fran. Okay, and what so, i'm what i'm hearing in that is that you want me off the overnight so you could listen to whoever oh, else no, but no 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 <laughs> i don't no. no, I'm just I'm just messing with you, friend. I do appreciate okay. I do appreciate that. And you know, look, it is a it is a balance as you know, and I appreciate you being honest about your own experiences and trying to help me not maybe go through the same thing. And it is something that I I do listen to and I appreciate the call, friend, and thank you very much. It's you know, I talk about this a lot with people in the business, you know, my friends in the business, because it is something that a lot of us have gone through. You know, work your way up. Generally, you have to work a less than desirable hours. And, you know, you dedicate yourself to your career in hopes that you get an opportunity. And you know, like I said, for me, I'm going on January will be 20 years since I started as an intern here. 20 years. And I just became officially full-time on the air, which was always the goal, um, last year. So there's... You know, you, you you know that you make sacrifices along the way, but also things change. You know, 20 years ago, the only thing that I gave a crap about in life was sports and the fan and trying to be uh, or trying to become a talk show host. And over those 20 years, you know, life happens. And whether you get married or have a kid or, you know, just certain things. And to me, the thing that probably changed me and unfortunately changed me forever was the passing of my father. And he was only 65 and he got sick at 62 and it was just a nightmare. And it's not something that I don't think you ever get over something like that. But it does make you look at life in a different way. And you understand that, you know, at the end, if you're fortunate enough to make it to an end somewhere down the road, 20, 30, 40 years, whatever it is, I don't think I'm going to be looking back on life saying, hey, you know what? I had a really good show that football Friday back in 2022. 
and I, I picked the Pats to beat the Jets and really felt good about my show. Fleegs and I had fun. Instead, I'll remember the night that I took my mother to the Adam Sandler concert and took off of work, both SNY and WFAN, and dressed up in costume and let loose and had some fun going to see the Sandman and laughed and cried and had a great night. So there is a balance. Where I used to be afraid to take off, I used to, every time anybody asked me to do something, i say yes, but things change and priorities change. And you're right. I now know my worth. I've also put in a lot of time and have established myself and feel good where I'm at, both professionally and personally. So I know my worth. And I'm not afraid that if I take a day off, I'm going to you know, get punished for that. And believe me, I thought about this on Hollywood. And I even told you this on Sunday. I said the story that you know, I, I think that this is where you got the idea from, Fran, where I was talking about taking off. I didn't take off work, but I, I was off Sunday morning. But I went to my daughter's Halloween party on Sunday, which started at 1.30, of course, right in the middle of a football Sunday, right at the start of a football Sunday. And to me, that was a decision that I would never have made before. And it wasn't because my wife forced me to go or anything like that. I decided on my own, this is something that I want to do. And I feel good about that. Now, look, I still went back and watched the game and watched, caught the second half live, went back and watched the first half on DVR, caught everything else, and did the show, and everything's fine. And I had fun hanging out with my daughter. I know she had fun having me there. It, it's a balance. You guys know if you're up right now and you're working overnights, I mean – Hey, look, you gotta you gotta work. You gotta work to pay the bills. You gotta earn money. You gotta earn a living. But at what cost? To what extent? You don't want to overdo it and just think, all I did my whole life was dedicate my career or dedicate myself to my career. I think that that's commendable and I think that that's a good thing. And I take pride in my work ethic, but there's also got to be a balance, a healthy balance. So your message was delivered, Fran. I do appreciate the insight. 877, that was deep. 877, let's get back to the sports talk. Can we? I want to yell about the Jets some more. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. fan 877-337-6666 funny that Kevin Durant was saying that he was shocked by the firing of Nash I mean come on dude who are you fooling nobody in the world was shocked that Nash got fired matter of fact they basically predicted it the night before saying that if they lost that game to Indiana Nash is going to get fired tomorrow now, they won the game, and Nash still got fired tomorrow. But nobody is surprised. And KD, oh, that's rich. Oh, yeah, we're shocked when it happens. You, He wanted them out of here. And then how about Marks saying that, oh, we didn't consult the players. Now, he made it clear. Yeah, we didn't insult, we didn't consult the players now. Yeah, of course you didn't. You knew already how the players felt in the offseason. Maybe you didn't consult them right before you made the decision to fire them. But you know, uh, I mean, come on, who are the Nets kidding? We all know we're not fools. 
to KD and Kyrie are running things over there. It's a clown show. It's an embarrassment. Not to mention the lack of discipline for Kyrie Irving for what he's done. And it just keeps on going on. Oh, and by the way, they're losing. Even if they were winning, this would be bad. The whole situation is just a a total mess. And I don't know how you can, even if you're a net fan, how can you get behind these guys? I mean, they have somehow, they have somehow overtaken the Knicks. Knicks may not be as talented. Knicks may not be as good. You know, long-term, we'll see how the season plays out here. But they have overtaken the Knicks as far as dysfunction goes. That is hard to do. They didn't take over as far as winning the city over with their fan base. They're not going to be the number one team in this town. Not now, not then, not ever. They took over the dysfunction, though, that's for sure. Dennis is calling from South Jersey. What's up, Dennis? Hey, Sal. How you doing? How are you, Dennis? Good. Listen, you know, you kind of answered one of my questions. I was going to talk about Zach Wilson. And uh, I was going to ask you, what is a proper, what would you think a proper amount of games would be? where you could get a true evaluation. You kind of said this year and then even into next year. I know Darnold was with the Jets for three years, one year under Bowles, two years under Gase. Would you say a three years is, is a proper time to give him that type of evaluation? Would you say that? Yes, but I mean, I think each situation is different. Uh, and I'm not talking about weapons around him or offensive line. I'm talking about coaching staff as well. Think about it this way. Let's just use Daniel Jones as a comparison. Right. And I made my decision on Daniel Jones somewhere through year two, definitively after year three. I was like, all right, enough of this okay. guy. Re- really even before going into year three. But after year three, it was like, enough of this guy. And now look at what he's done in year four. So is he lighting up the league? No, but they're proving that they could win with him. So I would say somewhere after two total years, probably midway through the third year, I think is a fair evaluation. Okay. And, and you know, you know why I think a lot of fans are upset now about this past weekend. And yes, he did make some bonehead plays and the guy's got all the talent in the world. And it was a few plays that last interception he threw, right? He had Judon that was coming up or one of the D linemen in the space. All he had to do was run around to him. He could have picked the first down up. But he actually stopped to throw that ball out of bounds. If he would have just kept going and picked up a couple of yards, that was a first down play. Like, I don't know why he doesn't want to run more. I'm not asking him to run 100 yards a game. But if he doesn't he keeps saying, I don't like to throw the ball away, I right. feel it's like a waste. Well, run. Okay, we're not, you know, if you can run for a first down, if you look what Chicago did to them on Monday night, it was a lot of times the Patriots had them in third and long. Yeah, Justin Fields broke their back. That's what great running quarterbacks do, third and long. But I don't think Zach Wilson, look, he's not the running quarterback that Justin Fields is. He can make plays with his legs for for sure, and his escapability is second to none. But he's got to find the balance. I think he's thinking too much, Dennis, especially after the injury in the preseason. Right. Well, okay. But now – I, I thought this was hard. Like, I look at this Jet team this year, and I didn't expect this. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, I knew this was going to happen. I didn't expect it. But this is the first time in a lot of years I thought we could beat the Patriots. Ever since Tom Brady left, they haven't been the same. And, and it looks like Matt Jones is coming back into reality a little bit from last year. And I just think, I was like, wow, this is a great opportunity. Home, 
The defense is playing good. The offense is moving the ball. Because I knew this Buffalo game was going to be an impossible win. And I felt if we split these two games, it would give us at least another couple of weeks to hope to squeak into the playoffs. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But now, they're not going to beat Buffalo. I'm sorry. It would take an ultimate miracle. Well, what do you mean? How about that great defense that everybody keeps talking about? I, if listen, that defense is as good as I'm, if the defense is as good as everybody says it is, then they should have a chance against Buffalo. I mean, I, I, but I'm a realist, though. I'm not going to see. I just right. I think Buffalo is the best team in the AFC, and I just I, I mean, well, I they're the best the team, team in the league. Together. Buffalo is the best team well, in the league. Right. Well, and I just don't think the Jets could compete against that at this at this stage of the game. And I thought if they would have look, do I think 12 points is a little you know maybe you know maybe they'll keep it a little close, but. I don't know. You know I'm with I you. I think crazy. that that I think that's going to be the popular thought, Dennis. And I, you're not saying anything I could really disagree with. I think part of the reason why you're so, like you said, upset is because this was one time you expected, and thank you for the call, you expected to beat New England. Everything was lined up in favor of the Jets, other than the Brees Hall injury and Vera Tucker. Outside of that, you know, the Patriots coming off an awful performance, short week, Monday Night Football getting run all over by the Bears. Jets are at home, playing well, 5-2. and two. Crowd fired up behind them. And then they get beat yet again. It's frustrating. It's embarrassing. It's demoralizing to a point where now you're questioning the franchise quarterback, all of the above. And now you know that the Bills game is looming. And, oh, we have no chance to win that. The fact that everybody keeps saying the Jets have no chance to win that game is going to make me bet and pick the Jets. Both money line and point spread. Remember, it's the NFL. Anything could happen. I understand on paper it's and logically it is impossible to pick the Jets. A lot of times, week to week, illogical things happen. Wouldn't it be typical that after losing a game at home to a team you expected to beat, that you come back the next week and beat a team that nobody thought you could even compete with. Not saying it's going to happen, saying it could happen. And just the feel is, you know, even if something as simple as Sunday Night Football, this past Sunday, Bills and Packers, the feel by a lot of people was, oh my God, how are the Packers going to be able to compete in this game? They just lost four in a row. I mean, the Jets, the Giants, the Commanders, Buffalo's going to squash them. And look what happened. Yes, Buffalo beat them. But Green Bay covered. Held them to three points in the second half. It's the NFL. Anything could happen. Especially if the Jets have that defense clicking on all cylinders. They should be able to slow down at least Buffalo. Now, I get it. Buffalo's another level. They're on. They're significantly better than everybody. Matter of fact, most people, and myself included, were saying, oh, it's Buffalo, Kansas City, and then everybody else. I think it's Buffalo and then Kansas City underneath that a couple of levels and then everybody else. But things happen. What happens if Josh Allen gets hurt? Then all of a sudden, it's, oh, wow, here we go. Season back on. Go into the bye week and then go beat the Patriots in New England, the revenge game. I still don't believe in this Jets team yet, but it's too early. 
We're going to learn, as I said before last week's game, we're going to learn in these three games what this team is about. Are they for real or not? And if they are, they should be able to compete in these three games. They were competitive Sunday. They just got beat. Joe is calling from Fanwood. What's up, Joe? That's a lot to unpack. I've been on the phone for about 45 minutes since. Some great radio. Good job, Sal. Well, thank you. Thank you, Joe. I mean, you you just just ran the gamut, you know, from the dad stuff to the Jets to everything else in between. Man, we still got an hour and 20. I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about. Uh, (laughs) Listen, I'm sure, uh, uh, what's what's the boss's name? Spike. Spike, yeah. Spike's not happy about uh, asking everybody to call in at this point after what the uh, guy about 25 minutes ago said. Where you're being underpaid and uh, should be earning a lot more. Oh, well, no. He didn't say that. <laughs> he, he didn't. He, I don't think he said that uh, verbatim. He gets around it a lot. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, listen. It's true. It's true. Well, listen, I, appre- I appreciate job. it, Joe. Thank you very much. But listen, I was at the Jets game on Sunday. My first game in three years. I've been season ticket holder since 2009. I just gave my tickets up this year. Blah, blah, blah. And I was sitting there in that second quarter. When that defensive or the the the, mm-hmm. the quarterback passer, passed, yeah, yeah. I, I felt like leaving the NFL at that point. I felt like <laughs> like like this was just. I, I I retweeted on Evan. I'm like I'm I'm gonna walk out of the stadium right now. Like this is it was just the worst feeling as an NFL fan. I, I mean, listen. All oh, the you think you you think it's a pick six? Them? You know, you're there in the building. You're celebrating. It's a pick six, seventeen three. Oh. Here we go, party on! Uh, only to have it called back. Personal foul, roughing the passer, fifteen yard penalty, and the game was changed and ruined. It it was a gut check. It was the worst. It was the worst hit in a very long time. Because again, we're going into New England, right? We're like, oh, oh, you know, we're going to be up seventeen to. Mm-hmm. The three going into the halftime, we're really going to stick it to them, right? Which is what we were kind of talking about a little bit on the outside. Nobody wanted to touch the ball. Right, and you had it. it. You had it with that pick six. It. it was there. It was there. And, and then it, it was just, taken it away. It was the same thing the week before. We had the guy that had the highest miles per hour of any ball carrier in the NFL that year. Who'd have, who would have thunk that? Right. And then what happens? Three plays later, his knees out, and, and I mean that's the thing that makes him so fast. Terrible, so terrible blow. No, it's a terrible blow. And I know I'm not was- a believer in these jinxes and all that stuff, but I mean, my goodness, I, I just felt horrible for Hall, horrible for the Jets and all their fans. That's a terrible blow. Losing Vera Tucker and Brees Hall in the same week, brutal. And you're right. I and mean, it's it's, it's it, those that are good punches. The same hit we took this week. When that pick six got called yep. back, yep, because it wasn't a rough in the passer. You know the good he thing held up. Well, you know it was a. I mean, I it shouldn't be a penalty, but it is by definition the way that the rules are there now. That is a penalty. He did hit him late, even though he pulls his arms back. Yeah, like, what's he supposed to do? He it seemed like he he. I watched that play very closely again, being there, and I saw him beat his man onto the inside. And I mean, what's this guy? I mean, he's, got, he's got to let up. 18 miles an hour. Yeah, he's he's got to let up. I mean, it sucks. The but rule right by now. Not pushing into him, he did let up. The right? rule he pulled his arms back. 
the rule's a bad rule, but I do think that that unfortunately should have been called. And I will just say this, Joe. The pain is actually a good thing because, remember, the last five years, did you really feel any pain? Or maybe 10 years? I mean, well, when, when was the last time that a game like that mattered? The Jets generally don't play games that matter. Right. And, and, and that's life, right? Your expectations dictate your frustrations. Correct. And, and I, I like expected that. them to go out there and do – listen, the offense, <clears throat> I think, is very comparable to the 0-9-0-10 thing up until this week. Zach is, Zach is not even close to where Sanchez was. Well, I don't, so, like, the teams are think, very similar. I, I think Zach is way better than Sanchez. Now, Sanchez was... Physically. Yeah, right, not, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But not executionally. No, Sanchez was a better game manager. I mean, it was totally different coaching style as well. The Jets are going to try to open it up here and have Zach Wilson. And thank you for the call, Joe. Good stuff. Jets going to, I mean, or at least they did, try to have Zach Wilson open it up. By the way, he can make explosive plays. He threw for over 300 yards. He's got to cut down on the mistakes. And it's not even the mistakes. If you may, if you throw an interception, hey, that happens. It's the interceptions that he threw that were unacceptable. And then the talking afterward that made it even worse. Those are the issues. I mean, trying to throw the ball away, just not even getting it any mustard on it over the sideline, it's unacceptable. Floating the ball over the middle. Like, dude, throw the ball with some purpose. You know, he's going backwards. He floats the ball over the middle like it's a, a he throws a parachute up there. What do you think's going to happen? Can't be throwing the ball up for grabs. He's got to learn. It was discouraging for sure, for sure. But I'm still not. I have not made my decision on Wilson. If anything, I lean toward I still think he's going to be a stud. I love his skill set. And I need to see more. I wish it was a different system and different coaches. Not that I don't like Sala or LaFleur. I just feel like it's the wrong fit because of their inexperience together with a rookie quarterback, with a young roster. But we'll see. Plenty of time left in this season. You know, nine games to go. I'm not going to write the career book on Zach Wilson just yet after 18 starts in the NFL. 877-337-6666. Keep going with your calls on the other side. Nets, Kyrie Irving in their mess. Jets, Giants, whatever it is you want to get into in the NFL. Anything else that's on your mind, as a matter of fact. Hey, we're here for it. You want to give life advice? We've also done a little bit of that this morning. I'm fine with that. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. is the number to call going to 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and Jerry. We started the show talking about Kyrie Irving and the Nets mess. We've done some Jets as well. A little hot stove baseball we could get into if you'd like. Week 9 in the NFL. I mean, that's basically a bit World Series Game 3. The Phillies. Will the series even get back to Houston? I highly doubt it the way that Philadelphia has been playing at home. But anyway, those have been the topics so far on this Wednesday morning. We'll keep it going with your calls. 877-337-6666. Angelo is in Comac. What's up, Angelo? Good morning, Sal. How are you today? How are you, Angelo? I just want to say I call like I see it, and you are really good at what you do, bro. You keep me up at night. I'm in a truck all freaking night, and I love listening to you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Angelo. I love hearing that because there's so much negativity spread nowadays, especially on social media. So when you guys call and say kind things, it does make me feel good. I appreciate it. I'm telling you, you you have a good balance with life and sports and everything, so it makes for a nice show. Thank you. I appreciate Uh, you noticing. If you can bear with me, I just got three three points I want to make. All yours. Um, as far as uh, I'm a I'm a suffering fan. I'm a Met fan. I'm a Nick fan, and I'm a Jet fan. And let's just let's just say it, call it like it is. It's it's been brutal. But um, I wanted to touch base on uh, you know they're saying like the Yankees they just don't have the right players this that and anything. I learned something years ago. Uh, I'm a coach. I coach both of I have two boys and a girl. I coach both of my kids for 20 years in Little League. I'm still on the board, believe it or not, at Comac North Little League, and they haven't even played in five years. I'm a CYO certified basketball coach. I coach both of my kids in basketball, my daughter. I know a little something about winning. And I, for years, I didn't win anything. And what I found is, how you're going to win is you have to have a little attitude. It doesn't matter the players you put on the field. It doesn't, you know, I mean, obviously it does, but it's a lot of it has to do with attitude. And I learned that. I coached for many years, like I said, in baseball. Mm-hmm. And in one year, I decided to be a, a bastard, I guess is a good word to put it, was the year I won a championship. Well, you, you, you know sometimes I, mean? I say that, Angela, where you, you don't need – I mean, I said it with Sam Darnold as a recent example, where I felt like he's too nice. Sometimes you need to be a little mean out there to to have success. So I think that's kind of what you're what you're getting at. At least I hope. Yeah, I, that's what it is. The one year I was like, you know what? I'm not being nice. I'm not putting guys. No more, Mister Nice Guy. 
Yeah, and that was the year I won the championship. Everybody hated me. You know, the coaches, we all got together at the end of the year, had a big laugh about it. But that one year, I was like, that's it. I'm running up this, I'm doing whatever the hell I can to win this freaking thing. Oh, I mean, that's not nice. And it's also not at the professional level, so there obviously are differences there. I mean, you're running up the, (laughs) what's wrong with you, Angelo? Running up the score in in CYO? (laughs) Come on now. Oh, come on. There's plenty wrong with me. And just another quick example. My, I used to race um, out in Riverhead, raceway, race cars. And I'm well, wait, what is, this, what is this in reference to, though? To get, bring us back to the, like, what, what is your point of, of this comparison? Well, my comparison is uh, like, like, like the Yankees, like the Mets. Right. You know, the one year they won, I've been suffering since 86, and what happened? Nobody liked them that year. They had the right. attitude. You know what I mean? That's how they got to the championship. I got with, it. Okay. Uh, with, the, with the Houston, everybody, all right, they banged the freaking um, garbage pan. Uh, the, the garbage can, whatever. But you know what? The guys still had to go out and hit the ball. They still had to freaking, you know, there's a, you know, mm-hmm. they still had to play. So what happened? They had to chip on their shoulder, like, yeah, we'll show you, f everybody, and look, four years in a row. To, or five or five mm-hmm. out of six, whatever, they're in there. It's always a lot has to do with attitude. That's just my my opinion. And you know? do, do, Yeah, no, I get it, Angel. Did you have something else? Because you said three points, and I wanted to just get them in real quick. Okay, the last one I yeah. wanted to go with, I love how they're talking about, oh, Tom Brady with the Tampa Bay, and he's not doing good, and Giselle Park. There's only one reason. I'm a Jeff fan. There's one reason why they're not winning, and I don't know why anybody hasn't put their finger on it. Their coach, Tony Pauls, he's blown up. We had to deal with him on the Jets, and he's the coach over there. Nobody's looking at him and going, that's why they're losing. Well, but we've known that for the last, you know, 20-plus years, Angelo, and thank you for the call. I mean, we said that as well. Anytime Belichick is on the opposing sideline, you know you're at a disadvantage, and with the Jets in particular, because they hire inexperienced head coaches. Their head coaches not been have not been any good, and certainly nowhere near where Belichick is at. So yeah, that's a big issue. But the reason why Jet fans thought that they can be excited about the matchup last week was because the Jets have more talent, or at least it seemed like that was the case. Now again, they lost key pieces, and people kind of ignored that because the Bears steamrolled the Patriots on Monday Night Football. I think that was the worst thing that could have happened to the Jets. You're a Giants fan, right, Marco? Right. Yeah, but, I mean, obviously. Oh, it, yeah, it, no, I watched every snap. Yeah, so, but Monday night, because the Bears mm-hmm. beat up on the Patriots, I felt like it, the Jet fan thought there was going to be this party. Think about it. The Jet fan, who they, they barely won five games in the last three years total because they have five wins. Like, oh, my God, the Jets are so great. Think it's going to be a party. Not remembering that, hey, I don't care who the quarterback is. It's still Bill Belichick on the sideline. No, I get all that. But, I mean, they are better than the Patriots. Talent-wise, they are. And to me, this whole game, look, as bad as Zach Wilson was, and there's no defending it, he was awful. And Mm -hmm. the fact that, I mean, some of those interceptions, it's just easy plays, just throw it away. But the first half, the Jets dominated, and they were up 10-6. That right. spell, that's a recipe for disaster. Right. You cannot dominate a team, especially the Patriots, who you've had your, your problems with for the last know, 10 years, 20 years, whatever it is, eight straight losses in the regular season, whatever it is, 17, whatever, whatever the number mm, is. Yeah, th- yeah, It's the idea that when you dominate a game, you have to be able to capitalize. I know the rough in the passer could have turned it into 17-3, but it goes back to the pick over the middle that Wilson had where they could have made it either 13 to 3, 17 to 3 with the football going into the half. Instead, he throws the pick, they come back the other way. 
Mac Jones gets bailed out on the pick six. The Patriots get the points. It's 10-6 going into the break, and you look at it and you go, missed opportunity. And New England was playing scared in that first half. They took every, They settled for everything. In the second half, they regrouped, and the Jets didn't know what to do. Yeah. You can't dominate for 30 minutes and come out with nothing. I just feel like the the mentality going in was the wrong one from the Jets. I mean, the Jets coaches were starting it. to talk tough. I get their it. Fans, and I think it had a lot to do with Monday Night Football, seeing the Patriots yeah. b- get, get beat handedly by a Bears team that's really not very no, good. No, not good. And they got dominated. And again, I think it, it, it did lull you to sleep a little bit that the Patriots are worse than they are. But, I mean, let's be fair. The, the Patriots aren't that good. Right. So oh, the Jets, I, but, but the point is, I don't think the Jets are either. That's the thing. The Jets had they more talent. I know the loss of Brees Hall, Elijah Vera Tucker. That's mm. big in that game, and, the, and it's the first time you're playing without them. So you have a new game plan. But I think they felt like this is finally the time. We're at home. We're getting a Patriot team that isn't that talented. Mac Jones is still not 100%, and he's not that good, to be honest. This is the time. This is the time. They're coming off that bear game. This is the time. And the Jets had it in the palm of their hand in the first half. And they gave it away. You blew it. And I used that you were off yesterday and I was celebrating Halloween with the family. You're still sore, right? Yeah, I'm beat up. Yeah, I've noticed that uh, the day after Halloween, a lot of uh, parents, oh, my back, my legs, I'm sore, I can't move. Yeah, I'll preface this with I am a fat ass and I'm in awful shape to begin with. But I had no idea we were going to do a two-mile walk around the neighborhood. I would have brought the stroller for my two-year-old daughter that I had to carry 30-odd pounds in a full monkey suit. So it was just like a ball of fur and heat. Sal, I didn't know there were muscles in front of your shin. I didn't know there were muscles in front of your shin. Oh, yeah. I'm aware now. (laughs) You feel those. They hurt like hell. I'm aware now. They're on Uh, fire. I had no idea. uh, You know what? At least you were there for the kids. See? A little balance. Like We were talking about that before. That's right. No longer a ghost on Halloween. I'm actually present. (laughs) I like it. What would you dress up as? Uh, The fat father that couldn't. (laughs) I couldn't keep up. The shins fat, out-of-shape dad <laughs> with bad shins. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, whose back already hurts, and man. Oof. Uh, all yeah. right. Wait, you need something else there, or we're done? No, no, no. Oh. I'm, I'm basically done. Oh, I'm okay. completely 100%. Yeah, My body to, is done. You need to go home and get rest. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.